You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here with my mama. Hello. Clara Barksdale, and today we're going to be talking about Tom Petty. So, this is going to be a good episode. Definitely. So you want to start it off? Sure. I mean, we love Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Like as a family, mm-hmm. Tom Petty is probably our number one go-to that all four of us agree on. Yeah. Which we're pretty That's diverse. Rare. It's and, pretty rare. Yes, exactly. Um, so I always knew Tom Petty for me because I'm a good bit older than you. <laughs> I always knew Tom Petty. And like the hits and maybe a little bit deeper than the hits, but not extensively. Mm-hmm. But back in like, I think it was 2011, 2012, we watched this Dave Grohl documentary mm-hmm. and called Sound City, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Tom Petty was one of the artists that was in there. Mm-hmm. And he was in the studio with Johnny Cash yeah. and Carl Perkins. And in the, in the documentary, he comes out from listening to these guys perform and performing with them and just like slams his hand on the secretary's table. It's like Carl Perkins. That was Carl Perkins. I mean, you can say it. (laughs) He had an expletive in there. I'm trying to keep it not with an expletive, but (laughs) but he was so excited to get to perform and hear Carl Perkins play. And I just fell in love with them, like yeah. with mm-hmm. Tom Petty, because he was so enthusiastic about mm-hmm. other musicians and the music and yeah. getting to hang out. And so for me, that was where it went from. I enjoyed his music and I listened to his music and mm-hmm. I was appreciative of his music, but I just fell completely in love with him. Like he's just w- one of my favorites Yeah, as, as an artist, a musician, just in general. Uh-huh. And of course, Tom Petty had all the... He had the hits and he had uh, these amazing albums, but he would break off and do these. He would try different things like he had the Traveling Wilburys, which was uh, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynne, Roy Orbison and George Harrison. Right. And so that's a pretty good lineup. A super group. Yeah, that's a super group. And uh, but it never sounded like a super group. Yeah, it just sounded like a, a couple of. Just some friends. Let's get together and yeah. play some music. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And uh, Roy Orbison, I think, died. I think it was like 52 days or 50 days after the album was released. Right. That first Traveling mm-hmm. Wilburys album. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think Tom was the youngest one in that group. Yeah. He was like 37 and the others were in their 40s. And I think Roy was in his 50s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh yeah, he did a lot of really cool stuff like that. He had all these cool... He was never afraid to do something different, which mm-hmm. I, I feel like he was never afraid is something we say a lot about Tom Petty when we're just discussing him Yeah, um, in the car or mm-hmm. at home, as we do. Um, 
he was never afraid to like take a jump and do something different. Like, yeah. Like the traveling Woolberries. Mm-hmm. And also uh, non-musical things like the, the lawsuit. Yeah. The Torpedoes album. Which I never really understood its place historically in like the music industry and Tom's career until we were yeah. watching that documentary yeah, about he was, him. He was not as big then. Like mm-hmm. he had some hits, but he wasn't like a big star. Exactly. Like, he wasn't financially secure yeah. for certain. Like mm-hmm. That was a big risk. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's just, you know, it but, was what was right and what and he, he believed did, in. He didn't want someone controlling him or his music. No. Yeah. And again, like that's one of those cool things about Tom Petty that he's just going to do what feels right to him. Yeah. And Uh not afraid to go and do something like, okay, the Heartbreakers are doing their sound of music and he decides he wants to do something a little bit different. So he just goes off and makes Tom Petty records. Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 I always, yeah. It's just the coolest thing. And uh, that was like one when of my- he rejoined with Mudcrutch because Mudcrutch, yeah, originally uh, Mudcrutch, when they came to LA to make the album, they changed their names to Tom Betty and the Heartbreakers, right? And then it was years later, and uh, some of the members, like the uh, original members, the original that didn't members stay weren't with in the, the band anymore, right. or I think Howie died, which is pretty, pretty sad, yeah, but uh, and uh, so he rejoined. Uh, the band, or recreated the band Mud Crutch, right. uh, because I think one of the members was having some financial issues. Yeah, and it was just the coolest thing. They went and made some Mud Crutch records and, and that, toured and toured. Yeah, yeah. and that just kind of shows you how he he didn't really let the fame his fame get in the way of right. what he wanted to do. Right, or things that he that he. Uh, that he did. It that was, he felt was the right thing to do. Yeah. 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 Well, and like one of, again, we learned a lot about Tom Petty through that documentary that mm-hmm. was out. Yeah. Um, running down a dream. Yeah. But um, when he went and opened for Bob Dylan. Mm, yeah. Which at the time that he went to do that, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers were as big as Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. theoretically, Bob Dylan could be opening for them. Mm-hmm. But, and that was kind of the problem that they were having, I think, getting the opener for Bob Dylan was the ones that were big enough were kind of too big and mm-hmm. wouldn't open. And Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers were like, yeah, of course, sign yeah. us up. Let's yeah. do it. And not not from a t- an egotistical, like, oh, well, you know, we're kind of too big to be openers. Yeah, this will look bad for us. Right. Instead, they're like... Sure, that'll be awesome. And and they really saw how cool it was. Yeah, they appreciated Mm -hmm. that factor. And then it ended up being like... They were his band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they they said that when they uh, ended, when that tour was done, they walked away from it, like being better musicians and being a better band. Right, because Bob Dylan never plays a set or a song the same way. Yeah. Two nights in a row. And you really have to... It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And it taught them how to work together, not in a, like a strict set, but in that give and take, yeah. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many cool things. Like when he did, uh, when he played with Johnny Cash, like yeah. you like you were uh, saying, Carl Perkins. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that was when he was playing with Johnny Cash. Yes. And, and uh, they were just the backing band yeah, for he, one of just Johnny Cash's band. albums. Yeah, for a lot of his older albums, they were just his backing band, which was the coolest thing. And I, Johnny actually did I Won't Back Down, right. the Tom Petty song. And... uh that was really cool. Well, and I like Tom Petty saying about that one. He's like, <laughs> when someone does your song better than you do, like <laughs> that that's pretty like that. He yeah. appreciated Johnny Cash's version of I won't back down mm -hmm. enough to say, well, that's how that song's supposed to be. And Johnny also covered Southern accents yeah. later, which totally uh, suits him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my favorite Tom Petty song. The Southern accents yeah. is someone who lost a parent that I was particularly close to. Mm -hmm. I always just attached to that song. Yeah. The way he talks about his mom in that song and just the, the like wistful melancholy of that song. Yeah. I just, I love it. I don't know if it's could be classified as his best song, but it is by far and away my favorite mm -hmm. Tom Petty song. Yeah. I really, I'm not I'm not sure if this is my favorite song, but it's one of my favorites. I cannot pick a favorite. I was uh, going to try to make you. I know there's no way. <laughs> I would I would feel like I was leaving the other songs like they're left out. <laughs> right. Well, I have my favorite 1 through 4 and then I have like a 72 place tie for fifth. Yeah. For my fifth favorite yeah. Tom Petty song. But this is one of my favorites. It's called Letting Go. And it's okay. off his Hard Promises album. And I didn't and, uh, really know it until you started talking about it. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool song. And I think uh, that album was kind of a breakup album that he, like, separated from his wife. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you could really see that in this song. It's, uh, it's called Letting Go. And uh, the first... You know, I I wrote it down in my notebook. the The first verse is a. Uh, I used to think when this was all over, you might feel different about me. I always knew one day you'd come around. Now I wonder if dreams are just dreams. Right. I I always like that. Now I wonder if dreams are just dreams. He has those lines where yeah, and it's crazy because his songs are so accessible. Mm -hmm. They're even, I could say, mainstream, mm -hmm. like just non-music lovers can listen to Tom Petty's song and be like, oh, that's a cool song. Yeah. But hidden within these songs with this mainstream appeal are these incredibly simplistic and deep lines Yeah, about life. They're, they're philosophical. They're, they're, um, I don't know. They're kind of life altering if you, and you live his life with him a yeah. little bit through those. Yeah. Like you live your breakups through his breakup songs or you, or like the ones about, uh, angel dream. Oh yeah. Love that song. And again, that is the prettiest song, his relationship with his mother, like you just feel all of these feelings that he feels about mm -hmm. about his mom being gone and and um yeah but and that love that he had for her yeah that 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 song is really cool and uh i think when we were dad and i rewatched the documentary i right. think you were sleeping or something probably and uh we we rewatched the documentary and i think uh one of the one of the people in the documentary said that uh 
sometimes he would just go into a room and a couple hours later he would come out with this crazy song right with a like a very complex storyline and that was angel dream yeah 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 and also walls yes and that was all that was all off uh, a soundtrack. The, the, the she's the one soundtrack yeah, which is crazy yeah and he, and he did change the locks by lucinda which williams i love on that yeah album since i'm a crazy lucinda williams fan yeah I that's a really the, good album it is mm-hmm. yeah. well and i started trying to think about that like what my favorite tom petty albums are mm. and i came up with the two maybe not my favorite but the two that i listen to the most from top to bottom mm-hmm. highway companions Oh, I love Highway Companion. Which that's, I love. That's from, one that he did by himself. Right. Yeah. And then the other one that I listen to from top to bottom often, Hypnotic Dream. Hypnotic Eyes. Eyes. Hypnotic yeah. Eyes. Sorry. But yeah, like yeah. The, the last one that they uh-huh. came out with. Yeah. I, I, I think they might have actually come out with another one that might have been after he died, though. I'm I think not sure. maybe like a compilation or it like might, a, yeah, an anthology. Yeah, it was, prob- it was probably like a compilation. But, but yeah, that one's a really good album. It really is. And it's again, it's really interesting the way that you can take his songs and like you were showing me a song that was on his 1981 album. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't known any better that number one, it was from 1981 and number two. I think two, that was actually letting you go. Oh, was it? Okay. Um. Oh, the, it was the last verse of it that I was mm-hmm. reading that I was thinking about. So I knew it wasn't 1981 and I knew that Tom Petty had died already, mm-hmm. but that last verse would be what someone would write during quarantine. Like, yeah. It was, it's that he has this timelessness about his lyrics that you can really associate what's going on in the world at any time with these yeah. lyrics that it's, he puts out there. It's really cool how it's, uh, it's, just poetic yes. but it's li- like you said he has the like quote unquote mainstream songs right. but then it's got these really nice lines yeah and a really good storyline yeah and all of his hits you can go in and find at least one line or more that you're like wow right how did he how, how do you think of that? Right. And taking really complicated concepts and translating them into accessible language. Yeah. Which yeah. is not easy to do, mm-hmm. but, and to do that, but maintain the beauty of that higher concept. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is, that's pretty cool. And, uh, he was 66 when he died. I know. Yeah, that was in 2017 now. Yeah. That's three years ago. It's funny. And part of this is due to <laughs> Sirius XM Radio. Oh, because yeah. Because we listen to Channel 31. Channel 31, <laughs> Tom Petty Radio, pretty much anytime we're in the car. Yeah. It's our number one preset. Mm-hmm. And we don't really change off of it very often. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I find that in our family anyway... We still talk about Tom Petty in the present tense. Oh, yeah. I've never heard us say, Tom Petty, he was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always Tom Petty. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's, and 
it is his music and who he was that he feels like he's still alive. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Like it's one of the special things that you musician people have <laughs> that if you do it right, which by the way, we we're going on and on about Tom Petty. <laughs> Obviously he did. There's this um, part of you that just lives on. And, and that's, that's a powerful gift and responsibility. Yeah. And it's so cool that the way that he used that responsibly. Mm -hmm. And even uh, like Tom Petty Radio, like you were saying, uh, it is. And it was started before he died. Right. He started it and uh, he wanted for them to play the hits. Like right. don't run away from the hits. Right. Like it, it's cool. But uh, don't only play the hits. Right. So I've probably found most of my favorite Tom Petty songs just by listening to Tom Petty radio. The deeper cuts yeah, that deep, we wouldn't yeah. have known to go mm -hmm. and look for. And, yeah, and the, uh, we were listening on the way here to um, Into the Great Wide Open. Yeah. The album. The album. And that song itself into the great wide open is kind of has that iconic type video with Johnny Depp. Um, mm -hmm. And you know that song, but then as we started going into the other songs on that album, mm -hmm. that's a great album. Top yeah. to bottom. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's got a uh, learning to fly into the wide and the great wide open uh, out in the cold, right. all or nothing. Now out in the noise, cold, I don't Kings know that Highway. I would have known if not for Tom Petty radio. Yeah. They play that one a lot yeah. and it, it's fun. It's a fun yeah, car out, driving Out in the song. cold, all or nothing. Right. And making some noise. Those are all ones that I found through Tom Petty radio that are on that album. Right. And Kings Highway, I found that yeah. on Tom Petty radio. Yeah. And uh, they also play like live. Yes. Live recordings. And they uh, play like exclusive songs that weren't really released. To. Right. And, uh, the cabin below is that the cabin down below? No, I think that was on the album. Was the, it? Okay. I, there's one called, it was either in, in the, the woods. woods. Yeah. It's either called in the woods or the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I'm not sure if it was on the album, but there was one that, that, uh, had a similar title that was on the album. Right. And that was probably why Yeah. it wasn't on, but it's a really good song. And, uh, also something I learned from going back and rewatching the documentary again is that before he was big in America, he was big in England. Yeah. And like he would go to England and he would do, uh, the heartbreakers would do TV appearances right. and, uh, uh, like sold out shows. Right. But then they would come to America and they were just a normal little band. Right. In their van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is such a cool story. Yeah. Like that. And if you haven't watched that documentary and you like music, you should go watch that documentary. Because oh, yeah. It Running is, Down a Dream. It's That's a really a cool good. Bit. And you should listen to Tom Petty Radio. On oh, yeah. Not sponsored, but Sirius XM. Like mm -hmm. that. Um, not only have we learned cool Tom Petty things, but also Tom Petty, when he was alive, would do these uh, this series called buried treasure and yeah. he would t use his own record collection and go and play you songs that he liked or that were influential to him. And we found like, for instance, the kinks, I didn't yeah. really know the kinks, 
uh-huh. until Tom Petty started playing them. I love the Kinks. They're awesome. Yeah. But I had never, I didn't yeah, know Yeah, I found them. the Kinks through Tom Petty Radio, too. <laughs> yeah. And there's all sorts of cool things that we've learned about music in general from Tom Petty Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, we could probably keep going on for Forever. hours. Yes. But, uh. And you would still not give me your favorite Tom Petty song. <laughs> hours in, you would still refuse I, I to tell me. I would just give you like 50 of my favorites. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, there's just too many. And also his, uh, the divorce album called Echo. Right. Uh, you know, it doesn't really, uh. There's not any hits on that one, and I don't think, uh, not many people listen to that one, but it's actually pretty good. It's got the... It has a couple yeah, of, like, gorgeous like, songs. Just yeah, Room at the Top of the World. It's and, beautiful. Yeah, and there's just so many albums that... Well, uh, and, like, you like Mojo. Yeah, the Mojo. The more bluesy type Mojo, album. Yeah, Mojo is kind of like Hypnotic Eye. Right. Although I feel like Hypnotic Guy was kind of a mix of his older stuff and what he had been doing. Right. It was but really cool. musically, but then musically, it's yeah. very modern and like yeah. timely with lyrics, I feel like sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're done here. Well, I mean, we'll never well, be done we'll never talking be done. about Tom yeah. Petty, but Yeah, but uh thanks for listening. And I hope to see you next time. Again, this is Jack Barksdale and my mama, Clara Barksdale. Thanks for talking with me. Thanks for talking with me. This has been really fun. Uh, Yeah, this is uh, Jack Barksdale, True Survival. Thanks for listening.